All right. Before we get down to the nitty gritty, I have one thing I need to get off my chest. We're still currently in COVID. It's been happening for at least three weeks as far as I can tell, as far <laughs> as I can remember. But now I've suffered through the lockdowns. I've suffered through the masks. Mm -hmm. I've suffered through the gyms opening and then closing and then maybe never reopening again. But Doug Ford, I know you're listening. You're our only Patreon backer. Let me tell you something. Also, we're going to swear. I cannot sign off on a curfew, and this is why. You've taken my decency with the mask. Mm -hmm. You've taken my money as a small business owner by taking my small business. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I will not let you force me to go to bed. I am not <laughs> accepting a mandatory bedtime, Doug Ford. If you want to make me go to bed, you better come into my house. Knock on the door first. I'll let you in. You better come downstairs. You better tuck me in. You better kiss me on the forehead. You better read me a story. Yeah. And just you fucking wait, pussy. Just you fucking wait. You try all of that you try and make me have good dreams well here's the deal my brain is damaged and i'm incapable of it so straight up doug ford i only have night terrors <laughs> thank you for listening doug thank you for your patreon dollars but this lockdown i will not stand for and that's why i'm going to be organizing a march onto ontario's capital <laughs> yeah. oh no i don't know if we can say that yeah you can just cut it at that. Yeah. 50 patriots strong <laughs> On this day. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was just thinking, like, you know how when we went to lockdown the first time and we were like, you can't send us into lockdown unless we have, like, so so social security oh, yeah. helping us stay at home. This time it's like, well, you can't tell me to go to bed early unless you hook me up with milkies. Yeah. You know yeah, I, mean? I need like, a warm glass of milk. Yeah. And I need uh, to be tucked in. Mm -hmm. So, like... Give me my hentai wife to do that, oh, Mr. Ford. Read yeah, me my government-issued hen hentai wife. <laughs> I want Doug Ford to read me hentai before I go to bed. <laughs> and as you can see here, uh, this woman is also being penetrated. And if you flip <laughs> to the next page, uh, you'll see she's still being penetrated. Oh, he, the he, tentacle he, he, he has reached the pussy. He could do it as like a, a nighttime live stream oh, like on a little CBC. Campfire chat. Oh, like and principles. then you all tune in and he's reading it. Yeah. Uh, I would actually <laughs> tune in to that. hentai. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Fireside so chats insane. with Doug Ford. I love Love that, dude. <laughs> okay. Let's Do you know what the worst part about wearing the mask is? Is what? that like when I'm just like walking on the street and I have my mask on? There's a lot of women who like don't know how attractive I am. Uh, now I that he like, has a mustache, I feel like it's sort of a crime mm. towards them. So what I do is I walk up to them very close and then I take my mask off so they can see how attractive I am. Right. And that way they know. And it's just like a service that I do. I do this for all women. Uh, That's like because um, I'm a nice guy. Thanks. It's kind of like the modern day uh, ripping off your trench coat in a public park. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you guys know, I'm not naked under this. Yeah. I wanted to show you that so you're certain. Let's let's jump into yeah. things. Proper. Anyway, did, did anything happen in the news uh, directly after we finished recording yeah. our last? Yeah, podcast? that was sort of unfortunate timing on our. Part. We actually are notorious for this at this point. I remember very vividly, uh, like back in the summer, right as things were heating up with uh, the protests in the wake of George Floyd's murder. We oh. recorded on like a Tuesday, yeah, and the Wednesday is when 
everything kicked off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, wow, we there's <laughs> really... Also, there's also the now infamous uh, early COVID episodes yeah. where we just constantly made fun of Bat Soup. Um, That's was, still funny. Which I is, stand by all of those Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And then we were like, hopefully this isn't bad and hopefully this ends by, you know, a couple months from now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> officially, once again, we're going to double down and say, yes, we are going to continue to swear throughout this podcast. And in just a moment, we're going to be discussing a series of major news events that cascaded one after the other, each actually way funnier than the last. Mm-hmm. It really was a banner week for Holy that. shit. But first and foremost, hey, it's me, Jesse. What's up? How you been? And of course, I'm asking that question to the man to my left. It's Dean, folks. Hello. And next to Dean is myself, who rarely gets an introduction from my co-host. I'm Chance. And to my left is... Megan. What up? Ooh. A little spicy this time. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> it means business. In Let's not, go. In non-podcast All right, I'll never modes. do it again. <laughs> that, was was, it. that was the last time. We've established that I'm Megan's gay stan, so I will oh, be yeah. supporting her wholeheartedly. So I actually was serious when I say, yeah, I liked you coming with the what up. Thank uh, you. I'm going to murder Dean. And that's the thing. Normal know. gay stan, it's like, oh, you know, I've got like sassy things to say. I'll defend mm-hmm. you online. It's like, no, right. I'm, I'm really putting a new spin on this where if you just bad talk Megan, I will kill you in real life. You're the, <laughs> you're the new, yeah, you're like the gay stand 2.0 that takes violence very seriously right. as, a, yeah. as a method of getting things done. I'm a gay tough, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> I have fully embraced gay enforcer rules, so I want... And now that you're on the podcast, you're listening, if you're going to comment something rude to Megan, do realize that I do work for the NSA. I will track your home address and I, I will beat you to death. Yeah. Also, Jesse's like the closest to a bear in our group right now at the table. I'm probably second bear. Yeah, it's close. And then it goes Dean and then Megan. <laughs> Just by, <laughs> by default, really. Yeah, yeah. To be fair. Yeah. I'll take After it. one and two, there is a <laughs> steep drop off. There is. There's a bit of a gap. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Uh, so, folks, down to brass tacks here. Last Wednesday, some chuds stormed the Capitol building. Yes. Uh, in an attempt to stop Joe Biden from becoming president. <laughs> yes. Uh, and ensure that Donald Trump remains president. There's a lot of nomenclature. It worked. And uh, it Trump, worked. Trump is still the <laughs> president. Well, Trump's so. president right now, isn't he? <laughs> he has well, we're de- actually not quite sure. <laughs> he was That's declared true. God Emperor officially yeah. on January 7th, so... But uh, like, what what was this? What was this a protest? Was mm-hmm. this a riot? Uh-huh. Was uh, I know a lot of people uh, like Pelosi and Schumer, etc., are calling this a an insurrection. insurrection. Uh, yeah, that, a, that's a good a, one. It was a coup attempt. I, I just found want... coup attempt pretty funny when people said yeah, that. Yeah, coup attempt online. is the one that throws me off when people yeah. start sympathizing with the idea, and they're like, "We warned you there would be a coup attempt." <laughs> it's like, what fucking military was involved officially? I don't think any of us knew that it was going to play out to the level it played out. Personally, I expected it to be like, oh, yeah, they'll. I figured it was just going to be like a regular Trump rally where like they all meet in one place, he leaves, and then they're just stranded there. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. That became his signature thing to do like in November, or sorry, uh, like September and October, which is like have a rally in the middle of a field and then just leave and let his followers die. Yeah. yeah. Like I think we were talking about like in, in the science episode we did, like, like what does a country look like 
where a sizable portion of the population like fundamentally lives in a different reality like vis-a-vis like QAnon and like Trump truthers and all of this right. and the answer is this <laughs> and yeah. like this is just going to keep happening they're essentially like yeah it was kind of like the Harry Potter fan fiction people except with like a political ideology yeah. mixed in right yeah where instead of like, Gryffindors no, no. they're, they're megachus yeah yeah like they go home and they're like I'm going to shift into being like I don't know uh, Hufflepuff tonight. Yeah, you've got. And your, I'm gonna kiss Ron Weasley. Your QAnons, your Tea Party, the old school ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got your Back the Blue, and a lot of there. There is a lot of crossover, obviously, especially with the Back the Blue and QAnon people, which is why what happened became as funny as it is. Oh yeah, yeah. You've got your different houses. I like the I like the Harry <laughs> Potter. Thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, and this is really, I think, an event that as we go into more detail, it's going to become very clear that this was like an accelerating point for the destruction of reality where everything had kind of been <laughs> building to a certain point. But after this, there's literally no way you can go back. Yeah. Like you have jumped into hyperspace at this point. <laughs> we are in an unknown, like bold frontier that I didn't think we'd reach for like another four or five years. I figured it was going to be election after this one where they're like, okay, we're not doing democracy anymore. <laughs> like mm. th- this is done. Yeah. We're, we're going to have our two independents and that's fine. People aren't allowed to have a voice anymore. So the impetus of the Save America rally, as far as I can tell, the earliest documented thing I have on is around December 19th. That's when it was really formalized of, hey, January 6th, this is the rally. Be there. In fact, Donald Trump himself tweeted it out. But the rumbling for that started pretty much after the election results started coming in. Mm -hmm. We talked about that on other episodes in the past, but the attempts to, A, steal the election just outright like they did in 2000, mostly thwarted because they have way more incompetent people in those positions of power trying to do that, and the fact they were way more blatant with it than they were even in 2000. Uh, Then we had all the failed Trump lawsuits, but the support never wavered amongst, well, the Trump people, especially the QAnon. In fact, all the weird kind of ambiguities about the lawsuits and the completely unapproachable, (laughs) incoherent jargon and lingo associated with it was great for the QAnon people. They can be like, oh, although Philadelphia's seventh court struck down Trump's lawsuit challenge, that actually means that he's now signed the Armatrea Act, which will allow him to tie Nancy Pelosi to railroad tracks (laughs) as a standpoint. twirl his little mustache. (laughs) That's right. So it was great for the QAnon people. Like, actually, Trump losing that election did like banner numbers for them because they were it like did. people were like oh my god what's happening how did he lose they're like oh he didn't lose just watch this seven hour video and i will explain to you <laughs> piece by piece how this would happen and it'd be like five uploads a day like people were like oh he's playing 4d chess and by the end of it they're like he's playing 20d chess <laughs> yeah, that's right well yeah no he's the messiah yeah so save america rally scheduled for january 6 2021 Well, in the days leading up to January 6th, we saw, and I remember seeing videos uh, from commercial flights going into Washington of like just planes full of Trump supporters, because why else would you be flying right now if Mm. you weren't going to this? Chanting like USA on the plane and like (laughs) literally like projecting their phone screens like onto the overhead area in the plane. And you could just see like Twitter up on their screens. It was such a surreal image. And I was like, (laughs) oh my God, like these are like hundreds of flights that are going out with these people. So they, they were bussing them in. They literally, <laughs> in fact, I think it was Turning Point USA. We're yeah. like, oh, we sent like eight buses to this rally. Charlie and Kirk. deleted that tweet. <laughs> Whoops. Charlie Kirk admitted that he was sending buses to the rally. So January 5th is when the majority of the people that were going to participate arrived in Washington, D.C., 
the morning of January 6th, 2021. Now, for my timeline, I just kind of went with from like when most people got up and started moving towards the square, which believe it or not, started as early as 6 a.m. Some people were there the night before. Yeah, to get primo location for the Save America rally in the shadow of the ellipse, as well as the Washington Monument. So about a mile or so away from the Capitol buildings, 11 a.m. The rally begins with and this is probably the maddest I actually got up until kind of the post amble, which we'll talk about. We were yelling at each other about this in the group chat (laughs) because the rally begins with speeches from Eric Trump. Boring. Who cares? Literally a waste of nothing, a nothing person. Wait one second. Eric, Eric Trump set up like a parlor account and was like, Hey guys, I'm here now. And nobody did anything about it. So then he did it again, like four minutes later. And again, nobody did anything. Like he got no response. Nobody gave a fuck. Eric Trump has literally nothing of value to contribute to anything. I didn't even know he talked at all ever or like went to stuff i feel exactly. like i've never he's even the jeb seen of the him. family yeah he's somehow less charismatic than don jr and don jr is almost <laughs> don jr's yeah, just screaming so constantly like, he's, he's soul sucking eric doesn't even have the drive or the termination like i think eric trump is actually pretty happy with where he is in life because he's got a stable marriage and a stable job whereas don jr's marriage fell apart <laughs> and although he lists himself as like vp for the trump empire he spends literally the entirety of his day tweeting and posting on Instagram. So I don't think he's actually doing any kind of work. I gotta right. say, we just watched Goodfellas for the first time, and oh. the like last bit of the movie where he's really on coke and looks like shit, <laughs> yeah. that's what yeah. Don Jr. Yeah, exactly yeah. looks like. Yeah. It's freaking me out. He keeps calling Eric, telling yeah. him to stir the sauce. Very yeah, wet yeah. face yeah, and red ex- eyes. The, the thing is, too, is like, Scarface handles that with like this big bang and like getting out, whereas like Goodfellas it's just like, no, nah, this is just going downhill, <laughs> yeah. my guy. Yeah, yeah, this isn't like, going yeah. anywhere. Your life is fucked. Yeah. And uh, also, Megan, I'm glad you brought that up. Looks like AOC in that one Instagram oh, live video. Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucked up on coke. That's right. Uh, so Don Jr. takes the stage. And, oh, to say that his speech angered me would be an incredible understatement. I sent it to you immediately. Oh, yeah. The crux of his speech, a speech so bad that even Fox was like, all right, we got to... Is that the one where he started ranting about trans trans people people, and then Fox Fox was was like, like, okay, we got to move on here. If if you ever, any of our listeners out there, if you ever want us to like, I don't know, show up at your house, just send us anti-trans stuff. It will rile us up to no fucking end. Um, as soon as I saw it, I made sure to send it to the group chat because I was so like, this boring. is fucking deplorable. It's the same like two arguments over They want to play again. sports. It's they want to play sports, something, they're something, going to, bathrooms. Yeah, they're going two arguments, my bathrooms. Yeah. one joke. Yeah. yeah. And it's been years. And it would be one thing if this didn't actually matter and trans people, you know, could live with fucking safety and equality. But no, trans people keep getting murdered. They yeah. keep getting beaten. They keep getting prejudiced against. Yeah, they're targeted. So yeah, this shit yeah. is old. But it's still so fucking culturally resonant. I wanted to throttle this little toad. But he had that cocaine energy, so the crowd was eating it up. And then after Don Jr. comes Rudy Giuliani to ritualistically defame himself in public once again. Like clockwork. I don't know if he farted, but it would have been good if he just went up there and farted and walked away. I'd like to think he did because Trump was in a big like see-through cube. So if Rudy did rip one in there, (laughs) like it would have just stank. We came to see Rudy Ford, yeah! <laughs> but the big boy, yeah, the man himself, Donald J. Trump, takes the stage at 11.50 a.m., and he ends his speech by saying, 
And after this, we're going to walk down there. And I'll be there with you. We're going to walk down to the Capitol. And we're going to cheer on our brave senators and congressmen and women. Cool. <laughs> Bravest job on earth. Not a cop. Not an army guy. What no. do they got not called? A single Soldiers. No. Uh, not, not a not lobster a fisher. Mother. Not a lobster fisher. It's a congressperson. I would say they're brave every day. Well, look what happens when they go That's into right. work, right? <laughs> Taking their lives <laughs> in their own hands. So at this point, the rally moves towards the Capitol. The estimate I got for attendees was between twenty-five and 30,000 people. We can't underplay this. A moderate this. outdoor this concert. This is a massive outpouring of almost essentially totally QAnon people right. yeah. that literally traveled across the country. For this rally, and more importantly, what happens next? Still smaller than Coachella, though, right? Uh, yeah, 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 for yeah, sure. Yeah. I've <laughs> never been, so. so like we could get, we could rile those festival kids up. That would yeah. have ourselves just a coup. Just get them all focused on one thing. Very hard, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> they'll just make illegal. Like that's <laughs> the only no, thing we rally we for. We go in and we're like, metric is inside. We gotta go. <laughs> we gotta go save them. No, kids aren't into that anymore. <laughs> oh, They're wait, into a hundred gex or whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, hundred gex is in the Capitol building. <laughs> Man, that's like ninety nine too many. <laughs> I don't know how many members are in that band. I assume there is a hundred. I don't even know if it's a hundred. Is it a thousand? I think it's just one. I don't even know if there are actual people in that band. It might be a gorilla. It's, it's thing. two people. Oh. Yeah, not a hundred. Were they at the Stop the Steel rally with John Pink and <laughs> no. whatever his name is? Ariel Pink and John Mao. Guess John who's uh, completely John. off track again? We are. John Mao 5. Uh, so 1 p.m., they start their session in Congress to essentially certify the electoral votes. And the big crux of this, uh, the Trump people were like, oh, Mike Pence, this is his chance to step up and be a hero and reject the certification of the vote. Like that was a huge thing amongst the QAnon and the Republican crowd. We were like, Mike Pence has a chance to be a hero. 110, that's when the rioters, ralliers arrive at the Capitol for the first time. And the clash with the police starts. We start to see surprising amounts of violence basically right off the hop yeah and unlike with the black lives matter uh rallies in the summer it actually wasn't the police who started this violence it was actually the protesters so cool in a weird twist of fate who just like started pushing against the cops and everything kicked off that's a part of that yeah that's a part of uh, criticism that i don't see very often when people are comparing the two is that like the whole point uh, with like the Black Lives Matter protests and stuff like that was to not instigate the cops. Yeah. And it's that the cops were like instigating things. Mm. Yeah. Right. Uh, whereas this was like 100% like, okay, we're just going to push these cops over and start yelling the N word at them. Well, it's like either these cops will get out of the way because they're on our side, which to be fair, that's not a bad assumption to make considering the amount of off duty cops that were in the crowd. And many of them did just get out of the way. <laughs> yeah, so. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, At this point, once the tension started to escalate, they began evacuating the buildings surrounding the Capitol. So the Library of Congress, the Madison building, as well as the Cannon House building. So they're just clearing those out. They're like, shit, this is not going well. At 1.40 p.m., a citywide curfew is issued by Mayor Muriel Bowser, which she can't- Her last name is Bowser? Bowser? I know. Damn. (laughs) It does make me laugh every time. Uh, Capitol Hill police request reinforcements. In fact, uh, there were requests put in to Donald Trump himself of being like, hey, can we get the military in here? But he was a little busy. In fact, as this was going on, Trump and Giuliani were making calls to congressmen to try and convince them to reject the certification of the election, including calling on three separate occasions new Republican congressman Tommy Tuberville. <laughs> they called his co- his office multiple times while everything was happening. Oh, cool. Yeah. 
So Trump just, you know, he had better things to do. Fair enough. Around this time, Representative Elaine Luria from Virginia tweets that she's being evacuated after reports of a pipe bomb outside. She writes, supporters of the president are trying to force their way into the Capitol. And I can hear what sounds like multiple gunshots. At 2.15 p.m., the Capitol Hill police just kind of give up and open the barriers to let the MAGA mob through. And this is an important thing we should highlight. I saw a lot of people being like, wow, this is the power of like collective action. Like, Oh my God. This is what you can accomplish. They let them through. They let them through. If we as leftists, if it was a Black Lives Matter protest, if it was anything other than this MAGA group hanging out in the Capitol, do you think the police would just let you walk into a government building? Well, what if you started pushing against them? <laughs> yeah, that'd go really well. <laughs> uh, in fact, they just give up. No, they let them through. Oh, I, wait, I know the solution. Uh, we just need more leftist cops, right? Oh. That's true. Oh. You have to change the system from within. <laughs> yeah. That's how it works. That's the reform we're looking for, <laughs> Famously, baby. one person can fix a corrupt system and the system won't just corrupt them. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 We just need good cops. That's right. <laughs> and... Yes, they just allowed the MAGA people to make their way onto the Capitol steps. And that's, believe it or not, when things escalated even further. So there hasn't been any official reason as to why they just opened the barriers and let them through. Like, they haven't even tried to justify it. But if you watch the video, especially the reverse angle, you can just see the cops, like, pick up the barriers and start walking back. And then the crowd just goes, okay. They swarm through. At 2.20 p.m., Mike Pence is escorted from the Senate chambers. Trump tweets, Mike Pence didn't have the courage to do what should have been done to protect our country and our Constitution, giving states a chance to certify a corrected set of facts, not the fraudulent or inaccurate ones which they were asked to previously certify. USA demands the truth. And then they unfollowed each other. That's true. At this, at this point, we start to see the first images of the rioters inside the Senate chambers themselves. Famously, a lot of really normal looking guys. Uh, Jake Angeli, the QAnon Viking. That's the guy who was wearing like the yeah. brown fur pelt with the dishonored tattoo. But we're saying he was uh, fucking an, in, an indigenous Antifa person. Yeah, hilarious. He is <laughs> fucking, this fucking Odinist Jake QAnon so dude. Cool. Angeli is notorious in the QAnon Arizona scene. Literally yeah. like other than Florida, the yeah. other state you would expect to have the most yeah. active QAnon. Well, also they were just like obviously QAnon people and conspiracy people in general were just being shits about it and were like screen capping pictures of him from like leftist websites and saying like look he's on this leftist website <laughs> this he's leftist. Uh, like he's a leftist and then if you like literally zoom out of what they screen capped it's like the website is saying watch out for this fascist that comes to rally sometimes yeah. and harasses us same and thing like, with the cool. other guy and they were like uh, it was the same picture of like the three the, dudes yeah. right and it's like look at him he has a hammer and sickle tattoo yeah. on his hand did <laughs> you guys see that of course game. he was a fucking gamer right yeah. there was also famous well that was actually an op to smear gamers uh, I, I believe that this whole rally was instigated in order to remove pog champ from the true. twitch stream vocabulary it was gamer uh, th th this is my gamer gate yeah the cops opened up the gamer gate for them. <laughs> <laughs> Let them into the Capitol. it's it's fucking ridiculous honestly that we people believe like oh it's for trump oh it's for like it's a coup it's fascism no this was yeah. to make 
my hobby look bad. Yeah, free poggers. And yeah, free hashtag free poggers. <laughs> no. Yeah, this was all funded by Jack Thompson from the grave. See, Is he dead yet? No, he's still alive. Damn Dean, <laughs> I want to I want to glom onto that, but I think this was actually orchestrated by CD Projekt Red because prior oh. to this, what was prior to Pog Champ? What was the biggest story in gaming? Cyberpunk and oh. how it sucked. Oh. Not working. <laughs> now. They're like broken. Okay, how do we get? A, our game out of the news, and B, make the people complaining about it, gamers, look bad. Mm. We'll have the gamers <laughs> yeah. break into the Capitol building <laughs> to try and ritualistically <laughs> execute Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> <laughs> and like any plan, plan hatched by Polish minds, it did <laughs> it not didn't work. didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> but like we respect the, the hustle. <laughs> the screen door submarine <laughs> and the grenade light bulb. <laughs> so... Around 3 o'clock, uh, we start to see more and more rioters in the Senate chambers. Donald Trump tweets, I'm asking for everyone at the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful. No violence. Remember, we are the party of law and order. Respect the law and our great men and women in blue. Thank you. And in response, they did beat a cop to death. So yes. So yeah, with a fire extinguisher, yeah. yes. I heard. We're yeah. going to talk about the casualties. I know Dean's got a section yeah, I've on got a, that. Yeah, I've got a bit on we'll that. We'll do an after-action report. Around at 3.30, uh, CBS reports a woman is in critical condition after being shot in the neck inside the Capitol. Police uh-huh. later report the woman died. She was identified as Ashley Babbitt, 35, an Air Force veteran. Her husband was quoted as saying she was a strong supporter of Donald Trump. Babbitt was gunned down, likely by either the Secret Service or the Capitol Hill Police or a combination of the two. I've actually watched the video in question. Yeah, it seemed like it was the Secret Service. It was almost certainly the Secret Service. Also remember that the Capitol Hill Police weren't really looking for violence. Yeah, they weren't doing anything. Much of anything. But the Secret Service are like, no, we will execute you. Yeah. Like we, the Secret Service, I can actually say, probably doesn't care if you're a MAGA person or a BLM. They will just kill you. They could care less if it was a Capitol Hill Police officer that tried to get in that fucking Senate chamber. They were like, no, you're going down. So the she was, room that she was killed trying to get into, did other people get in? Or was no. that... No. they? So they like sort of selectively blocked them off from certain rooms? Yeah, they, they tried to keep them out of anywhere where they could have gotten access to the various representatives. Oh. So they, but yeah, they, they stole AOC's shoes. There were still That's staffers true. and uh, Congress people in the room at yeah. the time. That's so why she was killed. They barricaded oh, the gotcha. door and like people were trying to get in and she tried to climb over top of this pile and they're like, hey, stop. And this is not defending the actions of the Secret Service or the police because we're going to get to kind of the response to this in a second. But yeah, they just murdered this woman in cold blood. Mm. And I saw a lot of liberals and even a lot of people on the left being like, oh, you fuck around and find out. It's like, that's not. Yeah, we love. Yeah. ACAB is not selective. ACAB is not when it benefits you. You cannot believe in defunding the police when they're targeting. We we should talk about people of color. And then, you know, when it's a white right-wing lunatic getting gunned down be like, yes, they were justified. It's like, no, the police secret service still murdered someone. Mm. And I am sorry. It doesn't matter what their political views was. That's still murder. And that's still against what we should hold as a core value of leftism, which is the destruction of the police as a fucking functioning government body. It was just really horrible. And the video is also dreadful. Like they double tap this woman through a door. And she just bleeds out on the floor. And the reaction to it was, yeah, I'm not going to say surprising because people are like, it's it's kismet. It's politics of spite. It's the exact same shit that Trump supporters do where they're like, my life is terrible and it's because of liberals. And now it's inversed. My life is terrible because of conservatives. And now they're suffering for it. Like it, it's Mm -hmm. zero sum. It gains nothing. And this woman died for nothing. 
She died for Donald Trump, which is less than nothing. She was then defamed and slandered by the people that watched her die. Mm. <laughs> Truly the least dignified death, maybe in human history. And that includes the tennis umpire that got hit in the nuts and fell from a chair. <laughs> that what? Is yeah. This and guy then died? Yeah. <laughs> this is a quick aside. We need a bit of levity. There was a tennis umpire <laughs> who got hit in the groin while he was in his tennis chair, and then he fell out of his chair and died. Oh, my God. That's 1980s. That's kind of cool. So I'd say it's Ashley Babbitt and then that man for the two least dignified deaths in history. That's how I would like to go. Yeah. See? There you go. Nut pain. So around the same time, this is when the majority of the congressional leaders are evacuated from the Capitol at 4.17 p.m. This is a video I watched like the second it came out and was like, oh, why can't I retweet or send this? Mm -hmm. Well, there's a good reason for that. So Trump uh, puts out a tweet inside as a video in which he says, I know your pain. I know your hurt. We had an election that was stolen from us. It was a landslide election and everyone knows it, especially the other side. But you have to go home now. We have to have peace. We have to have the law and order. So go home. We love you. You're, You're very, very special. special. I know how you feel, but go home and go home in peace. This video was ostensibly supposed to be him calling for an end of hostility at the Capitol, but in classic Donald Trump fashion, he spends the majority of this call for Talking peace. Talking about how people have been very unfair <laughs> to unfair him. Unfair to him. <laughs> Much like if his supporters had invaded the home of Nellie Orr or Rosie O'Donnell, yes, you're right to want to kill them. Yes, They're very nasty. They've been very nasty to me in particular and all of us all together. But you must leave their home. You must put Rosie's head back on her shoulders. <laughs> she needs it. This would be the second to last video he would ever tweet out. Because shortly after this was released, he received a 12-hour ban from all social media platforms, which is probably the outright funniest thing to happen in this entire debacle is just the president getting shadow banned for truth. <laughs> yeah. They, and that's the thing in the months leading up to this, all you hear on conservative talk shows on like fucking nationally syndicated radio and television is oh, conservative voices are being silenced. If only that were true. Well, you know what? For January 6th, we actually saw it. The biggest conservative voice was silenced and it fucking rocked. And didn't they also just purge a bunch of accounts Q off yeah, of Q Twitter and, accounts. and then every like social, like a uh, conservative pundit was like, I just lost 100,000 followers. followers. And then everyone's like, congrats, dude. Yeah. So we'll, we'll touch on this a bit now. They did ban Trump originally for 12 hours and then it was upgraded to, I mean, I think Senator Joe Manchin was like, oh, it should be two weeks until the you know, uh, inauguration was finished. And they were just like, no, we're just going to ban Donald Trump forever. Whoa. So he got banned from Twitter. Uh, he then tried to avoid the ban by taking over the Team Trump Twitter account, which was then subsequently banned. He apparently took over one of his, uh, like, staff's accounts, which was then also banned. <laughs> he is banned from Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, which is probably the biggest one for his supporters, if I'm honest with you. Mm. They're all Facebook brain poison people. TikTok, which is Pinterest, very, Snapchat, Pinterest, basically any Spotify. Form of also, media. he can't listen to. <laughs> I like this though. Laura Loomer, who was at the rally, she's banned from Uber Eats. That's the one thing. <laughs> wow, Donald yeah, Trump so is where it hurts. Oh my God. Yeah, so <laughs> Donald Trump is going to release like ninety nine theses through Uber Eats. He's going to just like mail out his tweets to his followers now. Did yeah. she get banned from Uber Eats for doing something bad on Uber yeah. Eats or they just Uber. don't like her? No, she complained that she had a Muslim uh, Uber driver and uh, they were like, oh, oh you're just banned from that. Uber altogether now. Oh yeah. my no, God. I, just feel, I feel bad for our president though. We can't listen to Mitski in the bathtub anymore. 
<laughs> really fucking sucks. So you know he didn't buy that on vinyl. No. At 8 p.m., I watched this, and this was boring as hell. Uh, Congress reconvenes to certify the election. Uh, one of the funny things that happened is this was all happening like in the wake of the Georgia special election, which Raphael Warnock and uh, John Ossoff won. So Kelly Leffler, who was one of the Georgia senators running, she was originally like a big like QAnon, like stop the steal, all hands on deck. After she lost her election, she was one of the first people to speak at the certification in Congress. She's like, yeah, I rescind all of my objections to the legitimacy of this election. Oh my God. She's just like, as soon as her goose was cooked, she's like, I'm not going to die for this. So she, along with many other people that originally were planning on challenging the results of the election, were just like, no, in the wake of everything that happened today, I'm just going to go ahead and say nothing except for two heroes Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz, easily the biggest cuck in history, right? Can we agree at this point? Oh, yeah. Well, just in general. Like, remember, Ted Cruz ran against Donald Trump in the primary. Donald Trump called his wife an ugly dog on stage. (laughs) And then Ted Cruz was fode-making for Trump for the presidency in 2016, which was bad enough. But now he's putting his whole career on the line for this fucking guy. Actually risking potential disbarment from Yeah. Like, what the fuck is wrong with him? So, so wait, the, what did he do? Well, he was just like, ah, I support the calls to challenge the, the yeah, legitimacy we need of to this stop election. The like him and was Josh. Was this all Harley. happening on the same day? Yeah, yeah they came back at 8 p.m. Oh, my God. To finish oh, it off. Yeah. I didn't even know that. After so, everything had happened and all of the other Republicans, well, a lot of the other Republicans just like backed David. down. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they were like, this dead. is fucked. I didn't think this was going to happen. Uh, Ted Cruz was just like, well, we still need to stand by this because there's some credibility. Yeah. I think he thinks all the Trump fans are going to move to him Which and is also like, like him. So yeah. funny. Fucking they hate him. Ridiculously yeah. yeah. They, they all his, fucking they, think he's a murderer. Yeah, they can't stand this guy. So they finished their sort of like they they finished their appeal at ten, and then by early next morning, it's certified. Joe Biden will be the next president. Kamala Harris, the next VP, and Joe Biden showed how presidential he was during one of the speeches he had throughout the day as the rally was going on. He called upon President Trump. That's that's how <laughs> oh, he pronounced yeah, President Trump. I have President Trump. You gotta all right, man. <laughs> what if we were all babies? <laughs> it's just like Joe Biden could not go five minutes during like a moment of what they call American crisis. He just couldn't get it done. He called upon President Trump to call to an end to the violence and has since asked President Trump to resign. Uh, At the end of the day, there were five people that died. Ashley Babbitt, who was shot to death, murdered by the police, for lack of a better word. Secret Service police, it's the same shit. One man, Brian Sicknick, who (laughs) was an off-duty police officer that came to the rally, whose Twitter account was adorned with all kinds of pro-Trump and QAnon stuff. Uh, He died. His heart gave out. I believe he was the one who tased himself accidentally. Yeah. Mm. I thought he was the one who got hit with the fire extinguisher. No, that was no, that's the cop. cop. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. There was a cop that yes, and like the video of the cop getting hit with the fire extinguisher is fucked up and you know stop me. watching all these videos no, absolutely not i need to practice uh so <laughs> allegedly essentially they, just, they like donkey kong throw this fire extinguisher <laughs> at a line of cops and I like the guy it. is like kind of falling over the barrier and it just like clonks him on the back of the head he just like falls onto if his only face. he was an italian-american that's right he would have just been able to yeah. jump, jump. <laughs> 
Uh, he ran out of one ups. R.I.P. Officer Mario <laughs> Luigi. That was his last life. <laughs> a man died. Yeah, actually, a couple did. Uh, <laughs> a woman who had a "Don't Tread on Me" flag was, was trampled, trampled to death. She was death. treaded on. Yeah, <laughs> she was treaded on very heavily. As far as like you know, like grotesque uh, deaths during coups, uh, all of these are the funniest there, ones that could have happened. No subtext. And then yeah. another person died trying to climb a wall. One of the reasons why, mm. which I, is also quite ironic. One yeah. of the reasons Wait, they tried that video to was of someone dying? Uh, that wasn't him dying. No, that, oh, wasn't, okay. that was a different guy. Was a, different. Was a, there's a viral falling off a wall video going <laughs> No, around. that guy just got very hurt. One of my favorite reasons that I've uh, taken English courses in university, even though I'm not an English student, is that understanding poetic irony and poetic justice <laughs> and, and witnessing these things happen and being like, this is literally like people try to write this shit. You know what I mean? You like can't, you can't, you can't yeah, write this. You would be laughed out of. It's like, oh, Dude, a woman yeah. goes to this rally with a "Don't Tread on Me" flag and gets trampled to death. Yeah. Fuck off. A guy with a Blue Lives <laughs> yeah. Matter flag throws a fire extinguisher. Like you can't write that stuff. So, and actually, th- the other thing that infuriated me is in the fallout of this, as everybody was trying to process, okay, what exactly happened? It's like. To the average observer, they're like, oh, Trump people stormed the Capitol to try and keep Trump God Emperor, right? That seems like a fairly reasonable, not very nuanced, but probably correct take. But like even within hours of this happening, the spin I started to see on the right wing was so infuriating. Mm-hmm. Where they're like, okay, yeah, Trump people were there, but it was Antifa yeah. who got yeah. to the Capitol. Fuck you. Yeah, so <laughs> you yeah. did one cool thing. Just own it. <laughs> you can't do this. <laughs> what do you got to say? But Dean? it's because their their thing that was they thought was cool, but it didn't work at all, and they all just seemed like idiots. And then Trump was like, "This was sort of bad," and then they felt bad, and they were like, "Never mind, we didn't do it." I think it was so funny that they got betrayed, so Trump could get his Twitter account back just for them to then permanently delete his Twitter account because that was the whole thing. Like the only thing that brought an end to this, they're like, "You need to put a video saying stop this, or we're just going to keep your account." So he did. And that's what he posted the next morning, mm-hmm. that like half-assed apology where he's like, oh, they're disappointed in my people. And then they just nuked his account anyways. So Trump basically got the worst deal out of anybody <laughs> other than the woman who got shot to death. And yeah. he's the deal guy. Where he lost the only thing he truly loved, well, which is like, his social media. It was like he took a plea deal. And then he got arrested. He got, after. He got the death penalty anyways. <laughs> like, he played out and they still killed him. They were like, thank you for the information. Uh, you, yeah. You're going to the chair now. Yeah. <laughs> See, this, we live in a liberal fucking authoritarian state now. We do, babe. we do. It's and th- who who's the god emperor now? It's Jack. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, Dean, who are these guys? Yeah. Because we know so, they're not Antifa. Yes, I, they were. <laughs> they we, were profa. It was an interesting collection of, of folks. You've got, like, of course, there were a ton of Nazis. Yeah. ton of white supremacists. Nick Fuentes. Uh, baked Alaska. Yeah. Yeah, like full, full Nazis. Full, like, full like Nazis. Full Nazis. Like, Camp Auschwitz But it wasn't guy. exclusively yeah. Oh, yeah, full Nazis. Uh, no. It was, you like, you have your Proud Boys, too. Uh, and then just general Q people who, like, I definitely some of them are Nazis. But yes. Q is so massive and yeah. so like myriad in the things that they're concerned about and like the general anxieties that they have. They're all just generally right wing cranks. Yeah. Uh, but I was going to say the Q crowd is, is usually just radicalized suburban moms. Yeah. Well, th- that's the thing. It's not usually anyone. Oh, it's well, super, yeah. super diverse. They have right. very large sex though. Yeah. And, like yeah. There, there are, there are clans within the Q or non tribe. You've got like your, your soccer moms, 
You've got like there's a lot of cute TikTok teens. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and then like the general conspiracy cranks, like your old angry man, your talk radio dads, etc. Oh, yeah, lots of talk um, radio dads. Flat earthers. Cops. And flat earthers. That's the other thing is that like people from these disparate like other conspiracy theories, something as innocent seeming as flat earth, Q is so big that it's sort of like like a tentacle monster from one of uh, Doug Ford's hentais. That's right. Uh, right. Reaches out and grabs all of these other sort of uh, questioning uh, <laughs> people who are like not really down with the mainstream That's view the Q, of the world. Yeah. An LGBTQ stands yeah. for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's it gets the the skeptics right. Yeah, or people who who think that they're on the outside or on the fringe and looking in. Yeah, and then like you also have like uh, save the children type uh, folks who are concerned about child abduction. Yeah, save the children's. Are really Th- they get rolled into queue. Because it's it's presented as like oh we're just like we're activists like caring about like America's children, uh, which seems very safe and very normal and a, a thing that like yeah I care about that, and then all of a sudden you're being shot to death for invading the Capitol. Anyway, uh, the New York Times put out a really. It's an informative piece, and it's a bad piece uh, in a classic New York Times style. <laughs> what? Yeah, I know. Um, it has this weird, like, barbarians at the gates flavor, mm. which, like, you could argue, like, the guy with, like, the horned yeah. like, <laughs> was fur literally thing. A he was trying to invoke that on purpose. <laughs> but, like, it doesn't really make sense to me because, like, barbarians at the gates of Rome weren't, you know, rioting and pillaging uh, in order to make sure that the god emperor maintained control. That right. wasn't really their, yeah, their yeah. whole idea. We've got some quotes here uh, that really, really annoyed me. Quote, some of those who had also surged forward in the crowd seemed to show a be- bewildered wonder at what they were seeing in front of them. A few remarked on the opulence of the Capitol building and offices, a quality that seemed to confirm their suspicions about the corruption in Washington. They gawked at a place of wealth and beauty, adorned with art and marble, a domain of the powerful. And for a short while on Wednesday afternoon, the rioters were in control. For once, they felt that they could not be ignored. What the fuck? is going on here. Yeah, what it I'm not even sure. It it seems like the people that were even involved that got into the Capitol did not feel like they were in control, but rather that they were like babysat. They were following while they were there. the lines. Yeah. They <laughs> also just picked stuff up and then put it back down and went, ha Yeah, they didn't really know what to do. Yeah, with it's it. because they, they, they had no, yeah, there was guy, nothing. A guy who's probably spent like the last six years despising Nancy Pelosi got to her office and was like, hey, I'm on Devonia. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's like, all he could think it's of. It's like a five foot four man stole Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's shoes. That's yeah, actually like, fucked up and that guy should get the chair and someone someone like shat yeah, in let's the lobby <laughs> yeah someone someone pooped in the lobby that's yeah cool, at though. least do that right <laughs> also like that guy's the only person i fucking respect this here a, this is a mass it's like shit in if you think the majority of the people that got in there which is like a lot of like up middle to upper middle class QAnon suburbanite people aren't familiar with tacky state house opulence go to their fucking mcmansion yeah, yeah. that's the thing is that these like a, like, the Times is trying to paint this as, like, a working class movement, which is fucking insane, because, like, how many working class folks can take off multiple yeah. weekdays Pay thousands of to dollars. fly <laughs> to Washington to, like, I don't know, kill Joe Biden or whatever? Uh, like, there was one woman, she was a realtor from Texas, she flew there on her private yep. jet. Yeah, I saw that. That was sick. Uh, to do the coup. Uh, it's just fucking ass. And, and, like, let alone, like, the fact that, like, 
oh, working class, like blue collar people are like totally blown away by the fact that there's art and paint, like there's paintings on the walls and statues in the room. They're like, wow, what the fuck is this? This is some foreign <laughs> Like they've foreign never been land. on a tour or they've never to, been a to a museum. This TV don't work. It's stuck on the same picture. It's like the same rhetoric, which like the left does a lot of the time too, but like the only reason Trump won is because like poor white people get ignored etc yeah. etc which like obviously <laughs> part of it but like I don't, well, I don't know it's, it's the like, same just like yeah, all no. of Trump supporters are just poor and we should feel bad for them and like a lot of them are and we should recognize that there's class issues but also not all of them are poor a lot of them are fucks and they're yeah. really rich and they're annoying and shit most of them are grifters too yeah, yeah. like yeah. they just like any kind of movement that's going to make them money it's like of course yeah. they were there this is their last chance to really actually no this is probably the best possible thing for them what might have been their last chance to prolong the grift is like oh no now i'm set for the next like 15 years with this grift the the best line in the article i found was one man hit his head, not seeing the outer layer of not glass seen. was there, uh, as it was so clean. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! They were fucking lemmings. Yeah. In in the, this one, although of, I I am sort of annoyed with this, like oh the, these poor people don't understand wealth and beauty. Uh, this one I do believe is true, and <laughs> that does sound right. It's like let's not forget there were a lot of really fucking stupid yeah. people that were there. I, I believe that he was dumb as shit. I also believe that he has a four. 1k yep. and like owns say, a yeah, pool cleaning business. Stupid people can be rich too. Yeah. Most of the time they are. <laughs> Almost exclusively. I just had one more thing to say about cops. Uh, oh, okay. Which is like, of course the cops let them in. Um, <laughs> yeah. And took selfies. Yeah, yeah that's and, true. And took selfies with them. New York Times article that I was uh, reading also says that one of the cops tried to help direct people to Schumer's office, yeah. which is well, fucking insane. And that's the thing. Like, they managed to get where they needed to be. I remember people seeing talk online where it's like, how did they find, like, these specific offices? People are like, either the cops told them or the Republican members of House that were there told them. I'm like, yeah. both seem incredibly plausible oh, yeah. to me. Yeah, and like we, like we said already, like, if this was, like, any other protest, like, let a, like not even, like, a Black Lives Matter, like, uh, race protest where it's just like black people beating the shit and killing black people. Literally, anything, any other any other issue. Libertarians have gotten their asses kicked yeah. on Capitol Hill. You saw the yeah. fucking remember the disability like healthcare rights people yeah. that mm-hmm. got like handcuffed yeah, and they like, yeah, people in out. wheelchairs. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, also, I never thought this was gonna be live streamed either. We really did get to witness, like, yeah, one of the dumbest. The revolution in will be history. televised. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it will be on Twitch. Also, in the aftermath of this, speaking of you know things that have happened, you someone was sending a bunch of videos this morning of like they're now arresting a lot of these people. So one of those videos that I sent turns out it was for a different thing. It was just. It wasn't even really related to the Capitol thing. It was before that. The one of the people in the airport, like the mother and the daughter, that did happen. They are just arresting people, which then brings up one of the most difficult issues, the snitch conundrum. We are anti-snitch. You see a crime, fuck off. Snitches, don't. snitches get yeah, snitches, Stop maybe. the squeal. But the, yeah. the classic boondocks thing of like, oh, is it bad to snitch to the police on the police? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. That's where it was. It's like what we saw in the wake of this, people online posting like pictures and being like, oh, it's this guy. Like he's the one at FBI, at CIA. Yeah. Eh, don't do that. Yeah. Don't like, ever do that. The, the Okay. So one of the things I, I, 
I don't know if I was telling you guys or I was talking to somebody about this before, but one of the big reasons why, well, uh, sorry, there was a an essay that I read or an article that I read that I was on the Anarchist Library, and it was about it was a defense for smashing streamers' cameras, right? Mm-hmm. And it was about like essentially the idea that you don't need any more fodder for the police state to survey. Yeah. So like anyone who is like telegraphing what you're doing is essentially the enemy. Mm-hmm. But these people like literally did it themselves. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like they, they were proud and like taking pictures and stuff they like that. They refused to wear masks for either COVID or identity reasons. So yeah. Like, nah, fuck it, man. But at the same time, like nobody needs to help the no. FBI. Nobody no. needs to help the CIA. Like I understand wanting to, and I understand everyone has different reasons to do so. But like, Honestly, like if you're against the prison system, if you're against the police state, just let other people do it, I guess. Yeah. Like just stand back and, and let them handle it because they're fucking... Don't participate. Just don't participate. They don't need your help. Yeah, exa- there's enough people doing these fucking jobs. There's too many people doing these fucking jobs that they also don't need your like active engagement so with this stuff. If the FBI or the CIA really wanted to arrest these people, of which I'm dubious if they actually do, trust me, they're mm. not going to need help from, you know, weed leftist 93. It's like, yeah. you know, I guarantee you they can identify these people that posted these videos to their personal social media <laughs> well, pages. Well, fuck. This was planned well in advance. Yeah, months. <laughs> like, if you look at, like, 4chan, if you look at, like, r slash the Donald. There was uh, probably Facebook events that people RSVP. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fucking Steven Crowder was hyping this up on his uh, channel. Parler, like, the Parler has people's, like, phone numbers and, like... Social insurance. People yeah. were posting their, uh, apparently taking pictures of the front and back of their licenses to prove that they were citizens. Yeah, like, you have to verify their, on yeah. Parler. That's so funny. They have their cool. sin. That's why there was like a, there was a leak and it's just like, oh, <laughs> like millions of sin numbers. Are just, oh my also, God. they say on Twitter, uh, Stop the Steal was used like 100,000 times in the months prior to... Oh, easily. The, I saw it. What happened on the 6th? So the frequently, people being like, like leftists being like, hey, uh, this seems bad. Like, is anybody going to do anything about this massive fucking QAnon rally? That was in like December. One of my favorite things, though, was that people didn't counter protest it. No. From what I've seen. They just kind of let it happen. To be fair. Which was yeah, kind of But also, sweet. like, there was <laughs> armed cops and, like, a lot of those people, I imagine, would have brought guns. If they're willing they to kill allowed? cops, they are willing to kill counter-protests. In fact, we've seen that in the past with Charlottesville. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking Boston, where they for sure whip people's ass. Like, yeah, the... You can't counter-protest 30,000 people. And also, if you have to fly in, like, counter-protests, I think, work well in your town because you're like, I don't want, like, mm-hmm. our town to be known for having a lot of Nazis in it, yeah, so we're going to yeah. go and counter-protest. But, DC, but it's like, that's a given. Yeah, yeah, like, fucking, if they're going to fly to Washington, you can be like, okay, they're going to do that. That's fun. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's also like, right now, too, you don't want to be interacting with people that are flying in from other states in the Mm-hmm. Yeah, midst of COVID, mm-hmm. where we've not all a mask just in sight, just vibe. Can you imagine two <laughs> weeks from now the this case is... numbers in the U.S. go up by like ninety five thousand? It's like, oh no, we don't fuck. have masks. Act, act like it's twenty nineteen or oh whatever. Oh my god! Yeah. Um, but yes, <laughs> talk to each what, other. What were you? What were you saying, Dean, about uh, planning out in the open though? Like. Or or not knowing, like the CIA and well, yeah, no, like you had to. Know. They they knew. They just like 
didn't care because this forwards their agenda. Do you exactly. want to hear the official yeah. reasoning for why like things were so lax? They're like, well, in the summer we had Black Lives Matter and we, you know, kicked the shit out of them. So we're like, oh, we should take a more hands-off approach to <laughs> yeah. this. They literally said, this one. <laughs> they're like, oh, we should ease up here. It's like, this uh-huh. is the time Thank that you, we're sir. going to. Have you seen any of this around though, Megan? Like these people that are like, oh, you know, I hate the police and like all summer we're like, I hate the police and they're like, look at, I've def-, like doxing these people and like, yeah, yeah there's it, been viral like to the stuff FBI. going around. I saw one, it was a guy texting his uncle being like, I just reported you to the FBI. Oh <laughs> it was like, well, like, the, like these people have always been like that, the right? Like they're, they're like, oh, a cab. Uh, but like, you know, they're, uh, dating a soldier because it's cool. in Afghanistan or yeah. they're like, oh yeah, like we, we need to burn the state. But you know, this, this guy, I heard him say a slur to his coworker on, on break. So I'm going to call his boss and get him yeah. fired. Hey, Instead you know, of it's like, it's do, the exact same shit. We need to smash the state, but not my dad's office as a state prosecutor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we can leave him alone. No, well, it's because those people usually are just so unimaginative that they genuinely don't know how to handle things outside of like state intervention mm-hmm. or like police intervention. So when they see stuff like this, that instead of being like, we should organize as communities to like drive these people out. <laughs> so essentially they have nowhere to go and they have to do their own thing somewhere else. Like we will not welcome these types of people. And so they're like, no, nah, the FBI will arrest this one guy and now we're chill. Like, everything's good now. And the concerted effort to label this as domestic terrorism, and that's been the discussion is like, this is terrorism. We need to crack down. And let's bear in mind that in the United States, Joe Biden's already been on the record many times being like, yeah, we don't need less money for police, Jack. We need more police money. Which which brings us to the the fallout on the the following, uh, on the Thursday after all of this, the dust settles. You have the funny fallout, which is conservatives being shadow banned. Yeah. Objectively. People getting shadow banned. People getting arrested. Very funny. We also have what's coming down the pipe for us with the B- yeah, Biden presidency. Not so funny. <laughs> uh, which, like, uh, doing a coup attempt, doing an insurrection. I don't. I don't want to say no growth. We, yeah, doing a no growth. We don't want to see it when our enemies do it. If we do it, it's funny yeah. and okay. Right. Uh, but Biden jumps on the horn. Fearless leader. Let's go. Donald Trump. Yeah. Um, President old. President old Trump. Uh, <laughs> co- we condemn the actions of his followers we call him a meanie uh we say hey can you stop being mean but then he actually has something that will meaningfully affect uh Mm -hmm. us and everyone we know uh which is his top priority when he comes into power will be to pass a law against domestic terrorism like some states have their own laws but he wants to pass federal law national law uh, against domestic terrorism to fight against quote ideologically inspired violent extremists and increase funding to combat them Mm -hmm. Uh, that sounds real familiar yeah (laughs) where have i heard that before (laughs) Hmm. so i there there are a number of people who say that this is a good thing and like they're uh, the, <laughs> oh god no yeah oh no yeah no no because like they're at least like in more liberal circles that I've seen for sure yes. uh, there is of course a massive like uh, problem with right wing violence and right wing like white supremacist terrorism absolutely uh, and has been for decades and decades in that country and <laughs> this country literally since day one <laughs> yeah that was sort of their but yeah, before that's their it was, whole thing it wasn't yeah. even terrorism that was just how the government yeah. worked as opposed to now where they would never do such thing that's right. uh, I understand wanting to stop white like again white people, people white people yeah. in general and like yes. people from like shooting up mosques and black churches 
bad. You hate to see it. Uh, uh, but it is not worded like that. Yeah, gi- yeah giving. Yeah, it, like they. This says specifically. It doesn't mention the right wing whatsoever. It's just ideologically inspired violent extremists. Who do you think that's going to come down on? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you think that's going to come down on these lone wolf shooters that are such a problem? Or do you think that's going to come down on... Uh, yeah, they're just going to swat more teenagers. Yeah, it's going to be swatting... Te- it's going to be like uh, BLM uh, organizers. Yeah, they're, they're it's going to be indigenous protests. Tra- it's going to be yeah. like climate activists. If we were in the US, our podcast would get shut down. Yeah, And it's like, what's even the point for the lone wolf guys? Because they do it and they're like, oh, well, that's done. They never fucking follow up and be like, oh, well, how did this person, you know, become what they are? Yeah. It's like, oh, it's over. And it's not like the Department of Homeland Security needs more goddamn money for this. Yeah. Again, all of this was planned out in the open weeks in advance. Yeah. Giving them more money isn't going to stop this. This was this was allowed to happen because, again, the powers that be, the deep state, benefit immensely from this. Uh, because, like, oh, like, Trump can be painted as, like, oh, he was just, like, he's a bad egg. Yeah. This was all, like, this isn't, like, insidious and built into the foundation yeah, of the country. it's just a result this, of one This is day. just, like, one bad guy. That was a fluke. It's just, like, how everything bad that happened in 2020 was a result of the year and not yeah, everything yeah, that fucking exactly. led up to that year. <laughs> oh, God. It's so fun. Like, I even just, I, like, watch a lot of, like, music review stuff and, like, end of the year, like, best of. Oh, yeah. Uh, and there's a few people that I, I watch, and I, I read, like, all of their end of the year lists and each one like 2020 2019 all the way like god knows how long 2015 2014 they're all like man that was a doozy of the year man that that year really sucked yeah remember john oliver did like the whole like this was the worst year ever and like lit a giant 2016 sign on fire and it's like oh cute yeah okay (laughs) but and like these people like they do that every year without any like maybe it does and they just ignore it but like some like niggling little feeling in their head like uh okay okay (laughs) wriggling little feeling in your head canceled that that thinks oh maybe it's not that this year was bad maybe it's that society is demonstrably getting worse all the time and no one is doing anything about it oh yeah we're barreling that's that's why grunge is the greatest they're like no nothing could be more painful than the year 1992 (laughs) (laughs) it's like "Uh nothing can be more painful than the fact that I grew up in a wealthy household <laughs> and I have a good income, but I just don't feel fulfilled. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah man, my, my band sells millions of albums a year, but I have an adult tummy ache. It's time for me to kill myself. That's why I, that's why I can't stand hey, Gen it's X. A good genre. Okay. That's why I can't stand Gen X bullshit though. Cause yeah. that's usually what it comes no, down is, to. It's like, so I know that. I'm, I, I know I'm doing good and all, but like, I don't feel fulfilled. Oh, also my parents are Gen Xers and I told them about these, these issues that everyone has with Gen X. And my mom said that, uh, actually, it was also a recession when they were trying to get jobs, too. Yeah. So then I was like, okay. So apparently you're not allowed to rag on Gen X anymore. Gotcha. Yeah, your dad found a good job. He's a real self-starter. Gen, Gen Stop X- with the porn star joke. Gen, Gen X is uh, is uncanceled now. Yeah, that's right. No, I still cancel them. <laughs> See, I would just say, like, Gen Xers, we, we do rag on them. But remember, like, they survived the Gulf War. That's true. Uh, so they, they've been through some shit. <laughs> oh, right, right. All gave some and some gave all. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, all I have to say uh, at the end of this is that, yeah, Patriot Act 2 coming down the pipeline. Mark my words. If I'm wrong, uh, I'm not going to do anything because that sounds like effort. But I will say, oh, I'm wrong. If this actively inhibits any right-wing protest, any right-wing violence, uh, I, I will be astonished. This yeah. will only be used to bludgeon and dull 
uh, the left. Yeah, they didn't even have this for Standing Rock, yeah. and look what they fucking did. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You exactly. Know what I mean? Like God, God who, forbid. Who I can't then? even imagine what they would do. <laughs> who was president then? It was Donald Trump, right? Yeah, was, no, Donald. Yeah, he was. He and when they dropped the atomic bomb, that was also that was also Donald Trump. Oh, okay, yeah. and Vietnam. Wow. Yeah, yeah, Japanese internment was Donald <laughs> Trump. Right. That was Donald uh, Trump. I have. But yeah, no. Like honestly, like. 20 years from now, Gitmo on every corner. Yeah, you can, like, look at Canada as a good example of that. Like, when was the last time Alberta passed the most, like, draconian, like, aggressive surveillance and police law ever? It was, like, recently because of, like, Wet'suwet'en and other, like, climate and indigenous protests. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, after the passage of Patriot Act 1, Canada adopted a similar framework, which was mostly just used to entrap. Yeah, like Muslim teens and, and indigenous protesters. And indigenous protesters. We we're already seeing the uh, movement to be like, we need to classify this group as a terrorist organization, which was coming from the NDP. Yeah, yeah. and I understand the thing be like, yeah, fuck the Proud Boys, because yes, yeah, fuck they, the they Proud suck. Boys. We get into a really dangerous territory yeah, when we j- start classifying groups as terrorists, and yeah. we start creating legislature to crack down. Or on even them. like we're talking about like people getting arrested in airports. The idea that you can be arrested and detained for attending a political event. Yeah. <laughs> Regardless of what that event yeah. But also, as. is it as bad to pass a specific bill or whatever the thing is that's not a bill? It's like less aggressive. Mm. Um, the mini version of a bill. Uh, when they just classify one group as a terrorist organization. Because then at least you're like naming well, yeah, something. Yeah, no, that's, but that is very rarely and the case, one, right? But it is for the Proud Boys thing, at least group, for the NDP. But it's also like... Just classifying one group without having follow-up legislature is literally pointless. Like, the yeah. FBI classified the Juggalos as a terrorist organization. <laughs> yeah. It's when they start saying, oh, and if you're a part of a terrorist organization, now we can, you know, send you to jail for a trillion years. Regardless of if you're yeah. participating in anything that group has done or even if that group has done anything regardless. Mm-hmm. It'll get to the point so, where, like, oh, if there's a number of hashtags in your profile, like, then yeah. and they that be, sucks. And it leads to that slippery slope of both sides where it's like, Oh well, if you go to a proud, if you're at, if you're near the counter protest of Proud Boys rally and it escalates, even if it's the Proud Boys doing the violence, they'd be like, ah, but there was violence from left wing agitators yeah. as well, and it becomes a process. There are bad people on both sides. Like it's and that at the time people were like, oh, how despicable. But it's like, no, that's been the accepted parlance. Even going back to civil rights, where it's like, oh, Dr. King's rally was peaceful this time, but mm. we know what his opinions are. Yeah, he's, he's a terrorist, and it's yeah. an attempt to criminalize anything from the left or the right yeah. that challenges the political status quo. Yeah. And right now we're like, oh, this is great because we're witnessing our enemies going through this, but it's happened to us in the past and it will happen to us again, mm-hmm. whether it's Wet'suwet'en or whether it's Black Lives Matter, whether it's any kind of identity-based collection. The second you are classified as a terrorist group, you know there's legislature coming yeah. down the pipeline, which will make any challenge to the establishment almost impossible. And again, like like we've been saying, if this was Black Lives Matter, all those people would be shot dead uh, on, it would be Tiananmen Square in the Capitol building. Wouldn't they ha- wouldn't even get into it, the building. It, it wouldn't have happened then? It, it wouldn't have happened. Once, <laughs> yeah, so when I say, <laughs> wait, what? Like, like Tiananmen, right? Like, like nothing yeah, would have right, happened. Yeah, oh, right. Sorry. I forgot. <laughs> I that, forgot who's paying our bills is like here. A, is that like kind of a dessert? That sounds delicious. <laughs> I, I'd go for that. Uh, no, but like, Uh, Any power that the state gets against political Political. activation, let alone anywhere else, just within this own country, will be used against the left 
uh, and sometimes the right for show, yeah. but not in any meaningful way. And the last thing that I want to say before we wrap up, because I do believe we have to go, is that this, for me, uh, made me realize this whole coup attempt, that every meaningful change, every meaningful like watershed moment for politics in my life has been a dramatic shift rightward. Like what? Like what do we have? Like I, we have like gay marriage getting legalized. That's pretty good. What else do we have to show for like society demonstrably moving in a progressive direction? Nancy Pelosi ripped a piece of paper. I would say social. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Social views a lot of times have grown more progressive, but the legislature has gone the opposite. It doesn't even back up those views. Honestly, it's just like it's the kind of stuff where you'll just interview a politician and they'll say like, you know, theoretically. Sure. Yeah. And then you're like, will you do anything about it? And they're like, no. Cuomo said he was gay. I'm yeah. gay. He's like, I'm a I'm, gay Jew. I'm a black woman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a black gay Jew. And I live in New York. Uh, I Megan, am gay. You look like I you am homeless. I have AIDS. <laughs> I am new in town. Uh, sorry. my uh, The woman I'm sycophantic to as her gay stan. Oh, like sorry. To speak. Uh, yeah, just... Um, I agree with you, Dean. That yeah, it, no, yeah. that that was it. That wasn't <laughs> That's right. I win again. Um, but the thing I wanted to say is a different topic. So are we okay to move on, or does anyone have uh, thoughts? I want to say one thing about the Proud Boys, even though we only talked about it quickly. I think uh, Jagmeet Singh. Don't classify them as terrorists. Just do what the good boys in the seventies and eighties did, and just start funding like anti proud boy street <laughs> we, gangs we need yeah <laughs> we need sandinistas to go against yeah like we boys. need we need like i don't know sort like, of like a west side story situation. we need like yeah we need like the skinheads against racism yeah. crew again and uh we can all shave our heads and then we'll just beat up proud boys in the streets and you well, know i'll lead that I'm what we need are puerto rican singing and dancing <laughs> that is gonna save <laughs> us. is that gonna save us <laughs> Okay, sorry, Megan. What were you going to say? Oh, um, so I was going to say a hearty fuck you to Ariel Pink. Um, oh, of course. Yes. Yeah, that was uh, my concluding thoughts. I also did some research on him because I was like, okay, I kind of knew he was annoying for sure and had like interesting views, but I didn't realize how annoying or bad his views are on everything. He has like all these very stupid views on... um just feminism in in general. Um, And he's convinced that everyone in the world thinks they're a victim except, and I quote, like little white boys who just want to touch some boobies and everyone else is a victim but them. That was actually my Twitter handle for a while. He he was basically (laughs) complaining that his life is hard because everyone else is a victim but him. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, cool awesome. sentence, yeah, my dude. That's so awesome. That's yeah, incredible mental gymnastics. Yeah. I know. And he, then <laughs> he also said the classic uh, phrase that a lot of people say, which is like, I don't understand. Everyone who's young just thinks they're bi or trans or gay and uh, nobody really is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, really fuck, is. I would be here, my guy. Unless anybody else has any final thoughts, I have a closing revelation that I've been grappling with. Please. We're going to talk very, very briefly about QAnon. The thing has been, who is Q? Ever since QAnon really rose to national prominence in the wake of Donald Trump's election, even in the lead up to it, people are like, oh, who is this Q? Why are they? Are they a rogue, you know, white hat within the evil deep state? I am actually 100% certain Q is a CIA op to essentially, at first I figured it was just so they could have plenty of I don't of think life. it started like that. I am certain yeah? it started like that because this is what Q wants. 
this is what Q wants because A, they've got plenty of people that can just willingly do whatever they want. They have no shortage of political patsies, whether they need a judge killed in New York City, like the one guy that uh, oh my God. off the fucking prosecutor, yeah. or uh, yeah, off the prosecutor or the judge in the Jeffrey Epstein case. Yeah. Now they also have, they've just brain-pilled these people to a point where, yes, they will just assault the U.S. Capitol. And what's going to happen in the wake of that? Joe Biden is president, who had already committed, he's like, yeah, you know, I believe in the intelligence community. But now they're going to have carte blanche to turn the imperial war machine, which at this point is sputtering. There aren't imperial conquests they can really make anymore because a lot of the resources they want, like oil, they can just get from the Saudis or a lot of the areas they'd want to colonize, yeah, like no, Brazil, like what, like already have US warships are just like fucking around in the South China Sea. They're getting just crashing lost. into each yeah. other. <laughs> now, because what is fascism but imperialism turned inward? Now, with this culmination of the storm, they have carte blanche to turn that imperialism inward and do actual fascism in the United States even more than they were already doing. Because with the war on terror, they well, could justify it by no. saying, we have enemies on the outside. This is explicitly, we have enemies on the inside and we need to take care of them. Right. I'm going to disagree with you on one point, which is that fascism was when Donald Trump was president. That's true. And then we voted him out and now it's not fascist. That is anymore. true. <laughs> now, now, democracy Thank is fascism turned outward. <laughs> democracy is yeah we're spreading lots of democracy that's why they yeah. called it that the orange <laughs> gonna man paint the gone. whole town democracy it used to be orange now we're gonna paint the town red baby <laughs> hey now and with president joe biden in office i think it's safe to say that nothing calamitous will happen tomorrow to where we'll have to record another episode <laughs> yeah. yeah that's right uh yeah <laughs> so uh thank you folks for listening uh, we promise that every day after today will be worse than the last until we're all dead. That's the podcast guarantee, baby. That's why we're here, right? <laughs> <laughs> We'd be out of a job if that wasn't the case. Bye, guys. <laughs>